Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. This week's episode takes us to a very unique experience, or unique for nowadays. Back in the late 60s through the 80s, a film that featured a musical act either playing themselves or a cartoon version of themselves. Or that's how the Beatles would put it, because I've heard that they were never fans of A Hard Day's Night or Help, which would be films that turn the band into cartoon caricature versions of themselves. A film featuring a band was a somewhat common practice. I personally love those movies and think they're very funny, but I can understand why the band would want to be taken seriously, or more like their actual personas. A band like the Foo Fighters never actually had a problem with that. Majority of their music videos are very tongue-in-cheek and jokey. It features them as characters other than themselves. It features them in drag, which in itself is almost like a callback to classic bands like The Beatles or Queen. But we'll get into that in the actual episode. I think it's time to announce the movie. Starring Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, Pat Smear, Chris Shiflett, Nate Mendel, and Rami Jaffe, who are better known as the Foo Fighters. In the 2022 BJ McDonald directed Studio 666. This one tells the story of the Foo Fighters who are trying to record their 10th album. They move into a mansion that has a very dark history to try to drum up some new ideas. Singer Dave Grohl gets possessed and proceeds to go on a killing rampage. That's pretty much it as far as the plot. It's not really too complex. It doesn't really have to be. The Foo Fighters were aiming for a B-movie here and personally I think it works. As I was stating earlier in my episode, this is a bit of a throwback kind of film. We don't really see movies like this anymore. A film that features bands that we enjoy, or assuming that you would enjoy it if you were watching this, put into a strange or unique situation. It's all the more bizarre that Studio 666 came from an idea of Dave Grohl, who had some pretty strange paranormal experiences while recording their actual 10th album, Medicine at Midnight. According to Dave Grohl, he's not really allowed to say or show weird things that have actually happened there during the recording of Medicine at Midnight, but he did say that he caught some weird things on a video baby monitor. There was times where they recorded some tracks, and well, it looks like they didn't actually record them because the next day they'd be gone, along with all the different settings that they had as far as recording, well, that was wiped out too. So he had some pretty strange experiences. Studio 666 is a fictionalized account. The whole story is 100% fictional. I would have loved to have actually seen a little bit more of a factual story of what happened with the recording of Medicine at Midnight. I will have to say that it is fun that we did actually get a B-movie style horror film out of it. Even if the actual history of recording of Medicine at Midnight may be more interesting than all of the bloodshed that's in Studio 666. This really is a film for fans of the Foo Fighters. If you're not a fan, you may not enjoy it, but you might be able to enjoy the B-movie antics that are transpiring on the screen. It's kind of a bold move to put a film out that maybe your fan base will not be 100% on board simply because of the content of the movie. But if you want to see the Foo Fighters in a caricature, cartoon-esque 
type of form, then you're gonna get everything you wanted in this movie. I feel like the Foo Fighters themselves are kind of a safe band. They're one of those bands that can receive radio play on modern rock stations, and I guess since they've been around for about 26, 27 years, you could even put them on some of the classic rock stations now. Either way, their hits are always enduring, and always seem to have that safe quality about it, even though I myself am actually quite the fan of them. They're one of my favorite bands when I was growing up, and they're one of my favorite bands to this day. I know a lot of people have criticized them as far as having too much filler on their albums, and I guess I can understand that. Personally, I think that their album Concrete and Gold was a definite step in the right direction, even if Medicine at Midnight kind of feels like a step back as far as albums and their extensive catalog. Where Concrete and Gold approached greatness, Medicine at Midnight kind of felt a little too simple as far as everything, even though there are some great songs, but there's that idea that there's a lot of filler on their albums, and I think Medicine at Midnight definitely had some of that filler. At the very least, it was creatively interesting. I do have to say that when I saw the Foo Fighters back in 2018, it was probably one of the best concerts that I've ever been to, and I've been to a lot. But anyway, that's enough talk about the Foo Fighters as a band, my thoughts on some of their albums. How is the actual Studio 666 film itself? After all, that's the reason why you're here. You want to know what my thoughts were on this one. I had a blast with the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. One of the things that made this so much fun for me is the fact that it borrowed a lot from Evil Dead, along with The Shining, with a touch of The Exorcist thrown in for good measure. Studio 666 is a very gory film. However, all of this gore that's in the film is there for fun. Throughout the entire runtime, there's a general sense that the Foo Fighters are having a blast that's very apparent as we're watching this one. Everyone involved weren't really trying to gross us out, but were trying to make us laugh along the way. And that was something I got from the trailers, so I had an idea of what the movie would be, and it really didn't disappoint. There's a few cameos scattered throughout, including one big one that was probably one of my favorite moments in the entire movie. I can't say too much, as it's probably best to be experienced yourself, but it for one featured Dave Grohl performing a song that you wouldn't expect him to perform, and the banter that ensues during this moment is pretty hilarious. If you watch the trailer for Studio 666, then I'd say that this cameo sadly is probably ruined for you. One of the more surprising things about the film is that the Foo Fighters themselves turned in some pretty good performances. There's that cartoon and caricature nature about them here that I mentioned earlier that the Beatles had an issue with with their films. The Foo Fighters wear this as a badge of honor in this movie. You get a true sense that they're not just playing themselves, but playing a fun version of themselves. The camaraderie of being in a band definitely comes across really well. Not just that they're playing these fictionalized versions of themselves, but the fact that they get along really well and are friends in real life. Sure, this movie has a script, but I can't help but get the feeling that a lot of the exchanges between the various members of the Foo Fighters is ad-libbed conversations. Another big thing that this movie has going in its favor is the fact that there appears to be a lot of practical effects, which is something we really don't get to see much in films anymore. We don't get to see that in a lot of 
films that are actually released to theaters. One of the big surprising moments in the film is the Bedroom Chainsaw Massacre, which is definitely a pretty shocking moment, but again, the gore, there's something about it. It's never going to truly gross you out. Another surprising thing about Studio 666 is that we get a brand new John Carpenter written score. Sadly, John Carpenter did not perform the score, but it's nice to have his involvement here. Considering John Carpenter is more or less retired from film, it really was nice to see his name in the opening credits and, you know, maybe he does show up a little bit later in the film? As much fun as Studio 666 is, the movie's not perfect. It does feel a little draggy to me, and it's weird because the movie is only an hour and 46 minutes long. The pacing here is definitely off. I don't know exactly what they could have done to improve the pacing here, maybe trim a little bit of the recording session stuff, but it's great to see the Foo Fighters recording something, especially when it's music that they don't normally produce. They could have very easily went and shown the songs from Medicine at Midnight, but no. This is a movie that has occult stuff going on, so you got to see them perform some actual metal. And I have to say, the moment when Dave Grohl gets possessed, we get some doom metal sounding stuff that really gave me a feeling of Black Sabbath. I'm still thinking about that pacing. I wonder if the movie would have been better served if it was more comedic, or if they stuck to more of a straight up horror kind of vibe. I honestly don't know as far as that goes. It's just that the pacing and the tone is off in the movie. Even though the movie, either way, is still a lot of fun, it's not a detractor, really. I just can't help but feel that if the Foo Fighters weren't involved with this movie, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it near as much. I do have a little bit of a last-minute addition to this episode that I found to be pretty interesting. This is the actual house that the album Medicine at Midnight was actually recorded in. I watched a clip of the Foo Fighters on Jimmy Kimmel, and they said that the house is actually not haunted, but that was simply a plan because they wanted to make this movie because they had a large creepy house. So I got the implication that it was all just a big joke as far as his story of having some paranormal experiences with recording their actual 10th album, Medicine at Midnight. If Dave Grohl's interviews where he said about the paranormal experiences that he had at this particular house, if that was all just a gag or a joke, well then I have to say well played. But it's also slightly disappointing. I guess it is cool that it is the actual house that Medicine at Midnight was recorded in, so hey, there's that. Overall, your actual enjoyment with Studio 666 might be how much you either love horror or the Foo Fighters. Or, the big one, if you remember those rock movies from the 60s through 80s. I personally really do like those movies that we get to see a band be somebody different. And in that way, it really does work. It's a nice little throwback to those past films. Studio 666 has some solid direction. It looks fine for a low to medium budget movie. And the performances from the Foo Fighters themselves are great because they just turn in some natural performances. There's no question that they're not actual actors, but then again, they don't have to be because it works for this movie. I can actually see Studio 666 becoming a big cult classic somewhere down the line. I personally had a good time with this one, and I say if you're the least bit curious, then I recommend you check it out. 
I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Why not tell two friends about it? Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. But with that being said, be kind and good night.